Hey guys, um, before we get into this episode, we want to apologize for the audio quality of um, some of our voices. We had an issue that we didn't realize until it was way too late, but Jake mentions at the beginning of this episode that, well, he he did in the part that I cut, but he mentioned that um, his fan, his laptop fan, was going berserk for for some reason. We didn't know why. It was just really loud. He was trying to cover it up to where you couldn't hear it. What I found out later on in the editing process was that fan was going because Audacity had decided to change his microphone from his actual microphone to his laptop microphone. So the fan was running because it was using his micro, his laptop mic to pick up his audio. So there was a lot of buzzing. You could barely hear Jake. And we didn't realize that until it was way too late. So we sincerely apologize for the audio quality. I took out as much of the buzzing as possible. But uh, it, the downside of that was it caused Jake's voice to sound funny. Like sound weird. Like it's difficult to listen to sometimes. But I think I did my best. Um, so I guess we'll see how the rest of this goes. We still hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. The current date is March of 2023. Welcome to the Time Capsule Podcast, where every episode is like its own little time capsule. We are leaving these recordings here and won't be touching them for another 20 years, but you can listen to them whenever and wherever you like. So, here we go. Good morning, afternoon, or evening to those listening, and welcome to the Time Capsule Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you with open arms, and if you're a returning listener, welcome back to our crazy adventures. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite TV shows that may be obscure, or that may be very well known. We'll see what happens. Indeed. Yeah, so if you guys made it back from from last month's episode... I got my tea and I'm ready to go. Hold on. <laughs> Jake, let me turn you up. I got my hydro flask. Hey, Jake, can you hear me? Oh, that's good. What? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just making sure. I got cherry flavored um, black tea. Ooh, yum. Yeah, I hate tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you guys made it back from last episode, uh, <laughs> congratulations for making it through that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, I'm shocked. Yeah, um, it's, uh... I, I, can't believe we just decided to come back, but uh, well, <laughs> well, we appreciate it. So, thank you. Um, all right, what kind of small talk y'all got? Well, we I got a sexy new phone. Oh, I'm absolutely loving it. What'd you get, man? I went from a Samsung Galaxy Eight to the OnePlus Nord N two hundred. Hey, I'm know, not familiar right? with that. What? I'm not familiar with that. So it's it's a. Uh, it's not OnePlus's flagship phone. They're known for their T series. So they so um back when I first got my Galaxy or I think the big phone was a OnePlus five T and I think probably they're now on like nine or eight or nine or ten. But um yeah, it's an Android phone. It's um much closer to stock Android, it doesn't have any Samsung bloatware on it. It's great. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I uh, that's One, nice. OnePlus makes some good stuff. I, I, do, I have not heard of quality. them. And it was free. It was Whoa. free. Yeah. Why was it? What? How did you do that? Because it used to be my grandfather's, and then he got oh. dementia and went into a nursing home. Ah. So I took it. <laughs> Aha. 
makes sense. I was like, you don't need this anymore. No. <laughs> very, very, <laughs> very cool. Mm-hmm. Goodness <laughs> gracious! You could have just, you could have just said, "I found it," and that would have. <laughs> Someone I found it on the street. Someone oh, wait, you're right. I just found it. Brian ate that out. <laughs> <laughs> you're sure I was going, oh, okay, yeah. And then Jake, I just found it. Um, oh, man. Goodness. I just I realized actually I stink really don't bad. don't have any other really uh, small talk points. I don't either, internet. honestly. Nothing nothing exciting has happened since the last episode. Yeah, it's only, so. it's only March 10th when we're recording this, and we recorded... Like right, almost at the end of um, February, so not yeah, so not as like much time as passed as normal. Um, it's funny how we're fighting. I'm like not used to us being on top of things. This is so weird. I know. I'd say like I, probably <laughs> probably the most exciting thing is that uh, I don't know. I figured out that the I can get like the entire collection of the Hitman series on my Xbox because it's on Game Pass. So. Oh, nice. I've I've been playing through one. I'm almost to two. I'm just gonna go through all the games and uh good? so Oh yeah, dude, it's a it's a phenomenal game. If you don't know what it yeah. is, Hitman is a, a game where you're a, a hitman, <laughs> international <laughs> spy, and you run around and, and kill people. International assassin, job. really. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I'd say the the coolest thing that I've done so far is I was like there I was in this like giant like castle thing that was like hosting this fashion show and there was this guy that i was supposed to assassinate i don't remember what he was doing but he was just walking through the crowd and i managed to knock out a security guard put on his uniform and i made it upstairs to like the balcony area mm, and like while he, while he was walking through the crowd no i just pulled out my suppressed pistol and walked off it was awesome wow i walked right out the door like I, nothing even happened people are like panicking and i'm just like do 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 have, have you, you ever played anybody with uh, the, the briefcase Metal Gear yet? Solid? I have played Metal Gear Solid. Okay, is it kind of like that? Uh, I mean, I imagine there's similarities simply because of the, you, you probably have to be stealthy, right? I mean, you don't have to be. Oh. Well, you can basically walk right past people and they won't say anything to you. I feel like it's more like either Assassin's Creed slash Splinter Cell sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah that's probably a better comparison. It's it's definitely kind of in that Assassin's Creed realm, but uh, yeah. What was in other you, news? Brian? Oh yeah, no, you go, Brian. You what? What else is new? Oh, nothing really. Um, yeah, not really. I mean, I started apartment hunting today. Nice. Went to like six different apartments. Any that you like? Uh, uh yeah, I've, we've got um, Riley and I have about three that we're looking at at the moment. Um. Two of them. One of them is the apartment that I was uh, that I used to live in, um, but mm-hmm. like a bigger space. The second one is, uh, I honestly my personal favorite at the moment, um, mainly because if you get a top floor apartment, then they have like vaulted ceilings, and it's and it the whole apartment's really nice. No, that would be nice. Um, it's like it's yeah, it's all like new stuff, so um, really bright and uh, gives you a nice warm feeling and the other one we had were the people are really friendly the buildings look really nice the area is really nice uh it's like right across from the mall okay yeah so um but we we haven't we weren't able to take a tour today because uh, they're really busy so they they we schedule the time next week to go in and look um so if we like that one a lot that's probably the one we're going to go with but at the moment um yeah my favorite is the other one it, it's got a smaller kitchen 
Oh, but a big it had a it had a nice do? like. What are you gonna do? Make donuts? Yeah, no. Well, here's the thing. So the kit the kitchen. The kitchen is really small. Like when you open the dishwasher, it's literally an inch away from the fridge. Like oh, the door wow. comes down an inch away from the fridge. Oh, that's funny. But the counter where the sink is, like there's got a decent amount of space on both sides of the sink. And it's like complete, the sink faces the living room and it's completely open. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a, like a perfect area to set the camera up to look into the kitchen for when we're recording stuff. That's true. You know, I, I went actually to see a couple of uh, their condos earlier today. And, dude, we get to this one, and before we even open the door, you can hear, because it was, it was vacant, and you could hear the smoke detectors, like, beeping to, to like, say that their batteries were dying. And then we <laughs> open the door, and immediately we're hit with the smell of pee, cat pee. It smells so oh. bad in there. Oh, And the, no. the, the carpets were stained brown everywhere, and, like, it just looked awful. There was garbage all over the floor. I was like, all right, you turning. Uh, Never mind, I don't want this uh, place. Not optimal. I looked at a place like that before. We um I uh gosh, the pictures online were so nice. It looked really nice. And then we went there and the apartment that they showed, it wasn't even an apartment that they like as far as I were, it was like it was purely a showing apartment. Like no they said nobody had lived in that apartment in about a year. Oh wow. And the apartment itself, they had the the wash the dishwasher was pulled out halfway, and there was trash and like stuff all back there. And then there the bathroom was moldy, and the carpet looked like it had been stained like a crap ton. It was insane. It was like this is disgusting. Mm. Like why would why would you have beautiful pictures online and then you like show them this apartment? Like Clickbait. why? That's how they get you, man. It's big apartment. They're trying to steal well, your well, apartment. Even then, like you would still think they would clean up the apartment before they start showing you. Like, why they would they show you a dirty bad. apartment? And expect you to want that? Big apartment, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Why don't we uh, move on from that uh, low note to our main episode? <laughs> <Topic>. <laughs> television we all grew up with it we all watched it it was a very uh, influential aspect of my formative years if you didn't grow up with tv sucks to be you no i'm kidding <laughs> oh my gosh all right i apologize on behalf of the insensitivity of david there right, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry if you grew up in poverty i was kidding <laughs> We're gonna get a bunch of angry oh. comments now. It's like, <laughs> oh, Jake, we don't get comments now. That just makes it worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't. We don't get comments now. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you're right. Hey, man, if you want the people to talk about you, you have to start off controversial. <laughs> that's yeah. That's one way to do it. Yeah, I'm helping us. Oh understand. no. Okay. Well, the views of David do not necessarily reflect the views of Quinter or its other employees. That was awesome. That's hilarious. What are you looking at there, Brian? I can tell you're distracted. I was looking at the um, anchor stuff. I'm actually trying to see. Out. Sorry, I was trying to see if they, anybody left any uh, us any messages on our last episode. But oh yeah, like you it. know what? I will concede that I did not check the speak pipe. I don't even know if I'm logged into it on this computer that I'm recording on. Let me check up on it. I feel like I would have got an email, right? That's how it works. You should, theoretically. I didn't receive any. 
We've got 12 new followers on Spotify, apparently. Hey, that's good stuff. I've been Thank picking up subscribers at a slightly increased rate as of late. I'm almost at 300 now on YouTube, and that is the only thing I have left before I can like monetize is my subscriber count. I met the watch hours and the some other thing, and now it's just the road to a thousand, baby. Nice, Man. nice, nice. Keep it up. Yeah, hit that, hit that uh, subscribe button. <clears throat> <clears throat> Oh goodness! <laughs> oh man! So, our our February episode is actually our our top is in our top ten. It's in our top uh, nine most listened to episodes. Oh wow! What's our number one most listened to? The very first one. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Uh. And sixty percent of our listeners are female. So, <laughs> hello, Jake. <No>. Jake, you <laughs> what? Your 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 sexy voice is bringing in the ladies. <laughs> I can't remember my password. So you know what? We're just gonna. If you did happen to send one in and I just didn't get an email, I'm I apologize right now. But I'm just gonna move on to the on the assumption that the inbox on the speed pipe is empty. So I'm sorry. I didn't have time. I'll be honest, didn't get a chance. Like, this is, this is, listen, this is how, like, not used to being on top of things I am. So we, originally, <laughs> this 10th true. episode was going to be a different topic, but I literally just could not, I, had, I couldn't come up with any any content for it from my life. So I was like, all right, we're going to push this back and we're going to do TV. You know, I'm not lying. I'm not going to lie. I, I put this list together today, like an hour ago. Dude, all and right. I, 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 I just spit out a bunch of the first like te- the first like twelve TV shows that popped in my head, and I also have a couple or I have a an honorable mention for my fiance that she wanted me to mention, so I'll throw that in there later on. Oh, I have five, four. Um, yeah, I, no, I don't add that many. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Four? No, sorry, five. Well, that's in that many, case, let's sure get that's rolling. That's how many we did last time. Is your three or five? I don't remember. But let's let's get rolling on this. Number ten. Uh, to, to try to keep our time down a little bit, so. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Community is my number 10. Uh, have either of you watched that? No. No, but I've, I've heard about it just from references in different movies and stuff that the directors made to it. Yeah, it's very um, good. It's, it's about a group of ragtag students uh, at a community college studying uh, initially Spanish together, and then they decide to purposely keep taking classes together to maintain their uh, group, their friend group. But it's uh, written and created by Dean Harmon. Actually, I don't know that it's written by him. I think he's probably like part of the writing team, but it was created by him uh, before before he uh, became famous for teaming up with Jetson Royal and to make Rick and Morty. Nice. Okay, so it's funny. It's really funny, yeah. It's got uh, <laughs> Joel McHale as the... He's like the main uh, male lead... And its uh, supporting characters are let's see, Allison Brie, um, Julian Jacobs. Wait, is it Julian Jacobson or Julian Jacobs? I can't remember. I yeah, Chevy Chase as the nice. racist, sexist old man pushing that Naturally. stereotype, but also apparently that reflects <laughs> how he's in real life. Uh, Danny Pudi as yeah. uh, Abed Nadir. One of like the only times I've ever seen a, ne- a neurodivergent 
uh, portrayed on on screen that is like actually accurate. And uh, childish Gambino is Troy. <laughs> yeah. And even right. Will Brown. It's uh. Yeah, I know that name. Yeah. Also, um, Ken Jeong is uh, Professor Chang. Easily. Oh, one of the yeah, best characters yeah. in that show. Oh, Brian, are you even haunted right now? No, my I I think some of the wiring in my, in my light is jacked up. <laughs> I, I replaced that. <laughs> yeah, I replaced that. I replaced that light bulb like last week, so it's it's just <laughs> funky. All right then. Well, uh, <laughs> well, if your your camera feed suddenly cuts and you stop talking, we'll, we're going to assume that it's a ghost that's killing you. Great. All right, that's uh, fantastic. David, what's your number ten? All right, for mine. For most of them, really, I had to dive deep into my past uh, to find shows that I enjoyed a lot as a kid, and <laughs> because I don't... you say this, yeah, you say this, but we we all know you didn't do nothing. No, I did. Oh, let me just um, chime in real quick with uh, one last thing. Uh, Community like started airing in like two thousand, I would say two thousand nine, but I didn't start watching it until like last year i think so that's just how uh hilarious it is it aged pretty well all things considered nice okay, but, uh when i was a kid a lot of my siblings are much older than i am like they were born in like the 80s and 90s stuff like that you know kind of uh, much older than me. so a lot of the tv that i watched growing <laughs> up was stuff that they watched so my number 10 on my list is i don't know if you guys have heard of it but it is the snorks that is S N O R K. Uh, was th- that was on Boomerang, <laughs> uh, right? It was on Boomerang, yeah. Yeah, they were like discount underwater Smurfs. Yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, I, I was remember the catching an episode or two between the shows that I really cared about on Boomerang. <laughs> uh, it no, was, that one doesn't ring a bell at all. It was made in uh, 1984, so uh, it's got a, a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> But 88% of viewers like the TV show. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it was just something that I watched when I was a kid. My sister loved it. I loved it. It was it was weird, but it was great. The, the description of it is, The Snorks are a race of small, colorful, anthropomorphic sea creatures that live happily in the undersea world of Snorkland. Very original Snorkland. name. A very original yep. name of the uh, land that they live in. But uh, you know, yeah, it was a great show. Ten out of ten would go back in time in my childhood to watch it again. If I'm visualizing what they look like correctly in my memory, they're don't they, don't they kind of look like um, Snoo the uh, the logo for Reddit? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, it's like okay, kind of. Yeah, they've got like most of them have have like round heads, and then they've got like a snorkel on top of it. Yeah, it. they've, <laughs> they've just got. They got the two little like round eyes that like all the old characters have that are like connected in the middle, like Sonic. And then, oh gosh, uh, just I a line smile, yeah. The unit eye. Yeah, it was great. The, and, oh, sorry, the way you were describing though, it, I don't think. Do I need well, to just like post a picture? Let me let me look. I need to look up something real quick. Hold on. Um, are you not ready to do your number ten, Brian? No, I am. I'm sorry, but the Reddit. The I just thought about this. The Reddit logo mm-hmm. reminds me of a teletubby yeah, i can see that i bet you i bet you if there's a teletubby subreddit that the, the uh icon for it is yep. a masterful blend of the 
a snoo and a town thingy. <laughs> yep, that's funny. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, my my number ten is Codename Kid Next Door. Oh, good show, good show, jolly good show. Two thousand two. Oh man, that that show was absolutely epic. I wanted to be one of those kids. Right. I wanted like that epic treehouse, like secret or the HQ. Dude, it was so you know, ridiculously like, massive. It was, it's but I was so jealous. I wanted just how one. big it was, like, and, and all, all that tiny little trunk stemming out of. I'm pretty sure it wasn't it stemming out of the roof of his dad's house. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me relook that up. But yeah, no. Um, and all the all the freaking acronyms, dude, so cleverly written. Like literally yeah. every episode title of that show was an acronym that that stood for like a, basically a summary of the plot. Yeah, that's that's his house down there at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Up, yeah. Is that the? Is that like a screen grab from the the like three D render of the Cartoon Network City theme? You know what I'm talking about? I do not know what you're talking about. Okay, so Cartoon Network is kind of the like, um, it, it, the channel is like divided into different eras. So like, I think at the turn of the century, um, it was in the powerhouse era, and then then it changed to in like. Around 2007-ish. I don't remember what was between that and, and the powerhouse, but around 2007, it was the scene in City era. And so, it basically, it was this premise that, like, every every cartoon character from every show that, that was on the network lived in this one giant city. And, and while all the characters retained their traditional 2D animation style, um, on these, it was, it was, like, shown in these bumpers, right? Like, between commercials and the actual show. And so, like, the... The city itself was rendered in like 3D, and, oh, and they'd yeah, be, you know, know exactly walking around the city. You'd see like uh, Frankie trying to drive the Foster's the homeschool monster, bus yeah. around and find a parking spot, for example, There's or like uh, Professor Utonium from the Powerpuff Girls trying to he like gets locked out of his car in one of the bumpers, and um, Number One actually comes up from Kids Next Door and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna need six planks of wood and all this like crap," and he's like trying to help him, and then. And Dexter's, like, laughing at him, making fun of him. And then, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and then the professor just, like, oh, here's my key. And he, like, unlocks it. Yep. Like, I little bits that. like that. And, there, and like, there's a there's a wide shot of the whole city, and you can see, like, a really big, uh, detailed version of the Kids Next Door treehouse. Uh, and it looks incredible, because it's in 3D. Yeah, no, I, I remember that. Yeah, that was, I like that. I, 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 I miss Cartoon Network, too. Best. Shout out to Summer... Summer 2005. I don't remember what that era was called, but uh, Summer of 05 was one of the best series of bumpers, I think, ever on that television. And we'll get back into that. Uh, Cartoon Network was amazing. Oh, yeah. Where have the times gone? Anyway, who's ready for number nine? <laughs> I am. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> you don't remember Chills? I've talked to you about Chills before on this podcast. Number 15. Burger King foot lettuce. Oh yeah, that's I like I remember that, but I don't remember okay. I was trying to say like chills. Alright, my number nine is Yeah, I've seen that video, but I so I get confused anytime I hear something other than number fifteen because it's the only one I ever freaking. Okay, I guess. If that's all you yeah, anyway. My number nine is Lost. This uh legendary series oh. began airing in the early two thousands and oh, captivated yeah. viewers almost instantaneously with its mysterious plot and uh compelling characters and 
it's it's like a staple in my family. Like my sister's seen the entire show probably at least seven times by this point. Uh, I, and now I haven't watched it that many times, but I have seen it multiple times, and uh, it's a joy from the uh, you know the sci-fi to the uh, incredibly skilled actors that uh, nail their characters and the the soundtrack. It's all it's all good good stuff. I, I'm I'm a, a sucker for like modern portrayal and use of like retro analog technology. Like there's a lot of like yep. when they find the Dharma stations, it's like on the security footage on like VHS tapes, and they're like looking at the cameras on um, uh, CRT monitors, which we're in. I guess at the time the show started, I mean, we're not that old, but they are now. Yeah. Yeah, the only problem I had with that show was like the late late seasons, like the last couple seasons were just so confusing. I couldn't. I I still to this day do not know what the heck happened the last season. Oh yeah, it becomes a and very like, tangled mess. I mean, there's flash forwards, flashbacks, flash sideways, time travel, uh, interdimensional yeah, so implications. Weird. Yeah, it's like the first several seasons are absolutely amazing, but yeah, the yeah. La- later seasons so confusing. Yeah, and I feel bad for the writers because like every time you see. Like, um, one of the writers, or like anyone really, I guess, on the crew of the show, like being interviewed about how the ending went, they were like, you know, everyone was loving the show, and we were we, we were building up to something, but we just we didn't know how to end it in a way that would please everyone, and and we we, yep. we couldn't, you know, we knew there was going to be no way to pull it off and and not have at least like and not have everyone absolutely love it through and through, right? Like, they, they, felt, they definitely felt the pressure leading up to it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't hate the ending. It, you know, it could have been a lot worse, you ask me. I've never seen it, so I don't have an opinion. <laughs> no, I mean, you gotta watch it. I totally give it a watch. Yeah, I, I totally give it like, a watch. It's a good show. If, if, if you're if you're still yeah. if upset about the ending, you know, however many years later that it's been, Think about it this way: it could have, they could have like gotten canned by the network and, and ended on a cliffhanger, and no more episodes came out. And that, I, in my opinion, that's infinitely worse. Fair. Mm. That's fair. Like this room temperature tea. Ugh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> David, your number nine, please. All right, my number nine is gonna have to be Octonauts. Octonauts. <laughs> Octonauts. <laughs> Octonauts is a children's TV show about these animals that are on a submarine that's actually like a giant octopus. Is Which the channel was that? Ship. Uh, it's like Disney Junior great... or something. Uh, hold on. Someone's bonking their mic. Yeah, it was David. My that's going to be a pain that. in the butt to edit out. <laughs> um, I don't... I don't know what it was. Oh, man. I'm, uh, yeah, I want to say Disney Junior, but I don't remember. Here. Sorry, Brian. I don't know, but, but it came okay. out mine, in... Mine squeaks, too. It came out in 2010, and it's just... It was an educational TV show about, like, sea animals, and that was why I loved it, because I'm a sucker for animals and learning about animals and stuff Wait. like that. So I was, You're not so a furry, if you, are you? No. Okay, no, good. I just am <laughs> highly interested in the creatures of this world that are not us because so if you look if you look at the logo for octonauts um let me send it in the discord 
Umberto? If you look at the logo, it looks like it looks like they're the uh um the child section of the of Hydra. Yeah, essentially. The what? Hold on. The child section for Hydra, uh from the MCU. I'm trying to is it did you put it in our like on the server? I sent yeah, it in general. You know what general is, Jake? Okay. Well it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if Marvel Babies was a thing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was super cool super cool show. I mean it's a kid's show, but like at the end, they always have, like, actual, like, footage of the animals they talk about and go over, like, the facts about them and stuff like that, so... Oh, that's neat. It, that's nice. I always found it super intriguing. It came out in 2010, so... I mean, when I was watching it, I would have been, like, 12, so... Mm-hmm. David, is oh. everything on your list a children's show? No. Okay, okay, all right. Um, Not that I would cheat well, for it, I'm just curious. A couple of mine were, but I, I've switched up my order a little bit because, like I said, I had like twelve or thirteen that I, and so I've been switching on my order. Yeah, I, I struggled um, with this list too, and, and this order is probably not concrete. I'll, I'm gonna weigh that out right no, now. No, yeah, not for mine either because yeah. it, it was difficult to figure out a good one, yeah, absolutely. a good a good list. Um, so this one I just changed up like right now, but uh, my number nine is gonna be Superstore. Okay. Um, okay. I believe was it ABC. I, I think I I, you know what I've been meaning exactly. to give that a try. I saw like one or two episodes and I was like, "That's not bad." It is. It's, it's really funny. funny. I mean, it gets a little weird. The like the not weird necessarily, but it definitely gets. Uh, I want to say like probably a little bit more liberal towards the last like season or so. Oh wait, is it over? But I don't know actually. I've watched. I've watched like, they, like go through. There's several they, seasons. I want to say. I actually wonder if it's still going. Yes, it did. Okay. Gosh, now I forgot what I'm looking up. Superstore. Cloud Nine, baby. Man. 15, 2015, six seasons. So I think it might be still going, but um, no, but it's it for me as somebody who worked in a grocery store for four years. I love that show so much because it's like they talk about things and do things that it's like I've been through that. Like the customers they have to deal with, I'm like I've dealt with people like that. It's hilarious. Is there is the store is Cloud Nine? Is it a grocery store or is it more analogous to like Walmart? Eh, it's more like Walmart. Okay. Yeah, they kind of have they kind of have a little bit of everything. Right. It's like a um, the Walmart that has groceries. Yeah. The neighborhood right, market. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a very funny show. I love that. I just wanted to say, you guys brought it to, uh, you guys made me think about it, but it's so weird watching, like, TV shows and movies and stuff that, like, were made or, like, carried over into the pandemic, like, 2020, because, like, oh, yeah, absolutely. even the characters have masks on and stuff, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, right, this was a thing. Like, have, have any of you guys seen, um, the newest, um, Knives Out, The Glass Onion? No, I keep meaning to watch it, no. but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Oh, it's really good. But the characters, like, at some point in the movie, like, they all have, like, their masks on or something. And I was like, oh, right, this was a, a, a real thing. It's just weird seeing it portrayed in, like, fictional stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, uh, have either of you heard of the TV show Manifest? Yes. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yep. Okay. Watched I think I mentioned it before, just because one of the, the characters in the latest season, I, like, think he looks like David, but... Uh, <laughs> They they wow. filmed their latest <laughs> couple seasons during the pandemic, and I don't think any of them wear 
masks, except for where it's like relevant, like when they're in a hospital, right? Um, mm. But at the end of every episode, it'll say like this was filmed in, in accordance with COVID protocols, you know. So it doesn't quite break the immersion. But yeah, I get it, man. I get what you're talking about. Uh, number eight, eight. Oh, Jake, sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, number eight. Arrested <laughs> Development. I freaking love that show. Mm. Uh, the witty humor, honestly, it's it's kind of unlike any other. Like I, I, I haven't seen any other show lean so hard into creating and then perpetuating its own like inside jokes and running gags like this show does. I mean... It's just so so funny, and and um, and, uh, Ron Howard, you know, being the narrator and like directly commenting on what the characters are saying and doing, that's like an iconic thing now. But man, that was like also pretty unheard of at the time when this came out. Absolutely legendary. I will say, uh, it sucks what happened to the Netflix uh, revival. Not anywhere near as good as the original three, but uh, yeah, if you're gonna watch the show, just watch the original three. That's all. That's all I have to say about that. Valid. Okay. Uh, have you either of you seen that? I have not. I, I have know not. about it though. Yeah, watch yeah, it. I know about it. But like I seriously, don't know watch it. it. It's funny. It's hilarious. Will do. Yeah, man. It's got David Cross. Nice. Uh, Aaron Winkler. <laughs> Jeffrey T. Oh, I love Henry Winkler. Yeah, man, he's he plays their he plays their like goofy two bit attorney. <laughs> he's really funny. All of his characters are goofy. That's true. All right, David. All right, my number eight is a show called Smiling Friends. It is. Uh, apparently, you guys <laughs> neither of you have heard of it from your reaction. No, I've heard but, of it. I just. I have not. Yeah, I'll I'll speak on it later. Just keep keep talking. Okay, it's just uh, it's it's on Adult Swim. It's just a weird animated show. There's only like what 12, 14 episodes, something like that. It's not. Are they still long. making it though? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. But if they are, cool. It's just it's just a fun <laughs> show to watch uh, when you're bored. You know, it's got some funny stuff in it. In one of the episodes, it's actually pretty. Uh, serendipitous that you were making this joke jake but in one of the episodes they like walk into the store and the guy at the counter is like number 15 yeah i yeah, would I've like a number clip. 15 <laughs> yeah that's a direct reference to chills yeah he's like ordering off the menu and i was like oh i know that um, <laughs> it's really weird it can be kind of disturbing but uh in one of the episodes i don't know but one of the main characters charlie he has to go to like he gets like trapped in like hell or something like or he has to like deliver something to satan i don't know but he like goes into like satan's quote-unquote room and he's just in there playing like rust on his computer like you can see like gameplay of rust he's like talking about it i don't know it's just a goofy show i like it did you watch uh Odie plays no okay so that's so uh smiling friends was created by zach I can't remember his last name, but it's Psychic Pebbles. And uh, he very frequently is a guest on uh, Odie Plays. It's a Let's Play hosted by Chris O'Neill, Oni and G. And um, the humor there is basically the same. I It's a very, it's a pretty popular web series. 
I again personally I don't see the appeal. Uh, I don't find it appealing, nor do I find Smiling Friends appealing. Uh, but I think if you like Smiling Friends, you'd probably like that. Cool. Yeah. Are we counting? Are we allowing uh, YouTube shows like not that aren't technically TV shows, but they're long-running YouTube? Uh, I guess how do I like? Can I shout Thing. out Red versus Blue? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, because uh, you said smiling. No, you said because we're like TV, TV shows is going to be in the name of the episode, right? And I literally said television at the beginning of this, but I, okay, if yeah, you want to do like, like a video, or I mean an episode dedicated to like other media that made us, I'm absolutely down for it. I'm sorry, he said smiling friends, and and I thought of um, happy tree friends on YouTube. Oh, I thought that was on TV, uh, like a. No. Maybe not syndicated, but in no. fact, streaming. No. Good, good God, I hope it's done on TV. Have you seen Happy Tree Friends? No. Okay, Strangely watch it. Enough, and it's not blocked on our school computers. That's funny. It's. I love how you've found that out. Oh, I'm aware yeah, that it's like a dark, messed up adult show. I just, again, well, it's one of those things that I don't see the appeal. Watch it. Watch one episode, and then you'll understand why it's not on TV. Um. No, I'm, I'm not saying it, like, aired. I'm saying, like, isn't it on a streaming service like, like a TV what? show would be? You know uh, what I'm saying? No, it's just on YouTube, oh, it's just on as YouTube. far as I'm aware. Yeah. I thought I saw it on Hulu. Maybe I was wrong then. I don't know, actually. But, uh, okay, so what are we at? Number eight? Um, no, we just Foster's did number home. eight, so now we're on. Wait, I'm on what, number did eight. Did you say you're number eight? No. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yes. Yay, there you go, baby. Yeah. I love that show. That show. I love that show so much. I couldn't I still to this day don't know what the heck those imaginary friends are supposed to even look like. Imaginary. Like are they supposed well, to that's imp- the point, like, right? They're imaginary. Are they just friends. like random blobs of color that they're just like, oh, okay, they let's look keep like whatever you can conjure up with your brain. I mean, to be fair, Coco is just a random blob of color. So. And, and different things. She's That's, an amalgamation. Yes. Have you have you seen the theory, the film theory on it, where um, I think it's like, uh, what's the what's the chick's name? Who the redhead? Yeah. Frankie. What is it? Frankie. Frankie. Okay. Okay. Frankie Foster. But um. Yeah. So her her um, I saw a film theory. It was basically the entire show was just her dealing with the loss of her little brother and everything that she's seeing is just her, like her imaginary friend is basically what he is. Oh, Mac. And then, yeah. Oh, and then oh that's other. dark. No, I've yeah. not seen that. Yeah. That's like, yeah. that's not where on do you like glean, film theory, where do you, film theory, is it? I don't think so. Okay, but I maybe say, actually, I don't remember. Where do you, like, what piece of the show would you be able to glean that from? Yeah, what's, what's the evidence that they cite? It's been a while since I've seen that video. It just popped up in my head I mean, when I was I mean, talking I'm about it. I'm interested where that conclusion could come from because there's nothing yeah, that, like that unless there's something that like unless they're like hinting at it throughout the show or like she says something that would like kind of let you infer that. I don't know. That's that's weird though. That sounds yeah. cool. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, let me. I'll try. I'll try to find it for you because I don't remember where where exactly I saw it. Somebody sent it to me. Plot twist. It was chills. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gotta say though, it's a very that show has a very enjoyable um, like theme. It does. Just the way it like yes. almost immediately sets the vibe for the show, and if that's not the vibe that your kid's show gives off, I don't want any part of it. Honestly, exactly. I mean from the 
the uh, upbeat melody to the fact that it's on a freaking kazoo, <laughs> I'm all in. Yeah, I love that show. It was so fun, so much fun, Lure so goofy. Yeah, I, number seven, boys. Number seven, Gravity Falls. This iconic oh, smash I still hit have... on Disney XD from the brilliant mind of Alex Hirsch came onto our screens and. Yeah, you know what? I really should have pulled up dates for all these shows, but I'm just going to keep winging it. Um, the late 2000s <laughs> to early 2010s, roughly thereabouts? Question yeah, mark? Yeah, question yeah. mark? Question Something mark? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. About there. Um, again, just brilliant humor, honestly, yeah. is what keeps me hooked on most shows, right? Like, I, I like to actually, if I can watch a show and actually, like, laugh out loud at it, then that's that's how I, that's, how, that's like a very good litmus test whether or not a show is good, right? I mean, there's plenty of things you can look at and, like, exhale a little bit of extra air out of your nose in normal because it's funny. <laughs> but then the, the kind of stuff that actually makes you, like, guffaw or belly laugh, that's that's what I love to uh, consume right there. That is my lifeblood. And that there's plenty of that in this show. Not only that, but the, the, the sci-fi element and the, the intrigue this show probably has my favorite season one finale I think I've ever seen. Just the way it, it sets up the portal and the, the, the fact that Stan knows way more than he ever lets Let on in any, any of the other episodes of season one. It's brilliant. I will brilliant. say... And Bill Seifert, amazing. Gravity Falls is is higher up on my list. I was going to get to there. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm saddened that it's only number seven, but at the same time, I understand there's better stuff out there. But yeah, yeah, I'll touch on I, this more later. Wonderful show. Believe me, it was a hard choice to put it that low. And frankly, I, I think you, I, I don't think it's gonna stay there. It's probably going to move up. The more I like think about everything else that's on here, it's gonna move up at least one slot in the near future. That's not the point. Uh, point is, what is your number seven? My number seven. Mm-hmm. My number seven is a sitcom that was made in the late 1990s and it is Frasier. Frasier. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know if you know much about it, but it's about this it's about this psychiatrist that is Kelsey Luke. Grammer. Yeah. It's come about on the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's about this a psychiatrist. Is not a if you want to come whatever for whatever reason come on our podcast, you are more than welcome, sir. Uh that show has uh, been a staple in my life ever since I was uh, a young lad because my mom was always watching it. It's one of her favorite shows. Um, so it was always on the TV and I would always stop and watch it. And it was awesome to keep watching it as I got older because it is an adult show. So mm-hmm. I started to understand more and more the humor and it was getting to the point where I would actually laugh out loud at jokes. So um, I think it's just one of the better sitcoms, in my opinion, just the way they put it together and the way, like, the progression throughout the seasons is, but mm-hmm. uh, a wonderful show. Is it safe to assume you've seen Cheers? Uh, I've seen some of Cheers, yeah. See, I, cheer- I prefer Cheers over Frasier. spin off of Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer Cheers over Frasier, um, which actually, that was actually one of my honorable mentions, funny yeah. enough. Um, well, sometimes you but- want to go where everyone knows your name. <laughs> yeah i've actually so i've actually been to i've been to the actual cheers bar up in boston oh that's pretty cool man they yeah like, they have like a little gift they have a gift shop there. there it's really cool wait are you saying yeah. it wasn't a set or it wasn't like built to look like a set 
Well, I'm sure they had a shed. I, it, it was it was built to look like the shed. I'm, I don't know if it was the actual set or not. Okay. But it is some downtown Boston. Is that where Cheers takes place? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that that show was awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, okay, I've we're never on number seven. sat down and watched either of those, but I do like Kelsey Grammer. He voices uh, Sideshow mm-hmm. Bob and Simpsons, uh, among mm-hmm. other Kelsey Grammer is a great actor. He yeah. is, man. I don't know if did you has... watch The Troop? No. Nickelodeon. Nope. It was this great little gem of a show that uh, aired, started airing in '09, I believe, and uh, it was about a it's live action. It was about a group of high schoolers that secretly fight monsters in their free time, and um, one of the monsters that they have to deal with is a evil sentient like kitchen sponge voiced by Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Pretty good. Nice. And also, Fraser um, also Fraser's brother is uh, David Hyde Pierce, who is in a lot of stuff as well. Yep. Niles. Yep. Niles. <laughs> the uh, the one episode that I like distinctly remember from that show is when um they, what was it? Gosh, Niles' girlfriend. I can't remember her name. Uh, he's got like he has like fifteen. The, it's the, the British. It's oh, the British Daphne? one. Daphne, she, I, was that she like left him a spe- special roll of toilet paper, like pictures on it or something, <laughs> and then like the last picture on the toilet paper roll was of what he assumed was her, um, her boob, but it was actually an accidental picture of his dad's nipple. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he like discovers that, and then his dad keeps making like jokes or not jokes, but just comments to like, "Man, I gotta grab my jacket; it's a bit nippy outside." And I was just like. Freaking out about it because he just, I don't know, it was, it was really funny. funny. It's a great show. It's pretty good. Anyways, uh, my number seven is The Good Place. Oh. Mm. Um, I I want to say ABC again, but I don't remember. I, I Maybe NBC? When did it? What did it air on? I thought it was just on Netflix. I, th- I think it was NBC originally. I, you know, I watched like the first two episodes of that and I was like, I'm not feeling it. I mean, don't get yeah, me wrong. It's on, it's on Netflix. Bell, but... Just not feeling it. I love that show. I've watched it so many times. It's so I love it. I don't. I really. the The humor in it is right up my alley. Um, it's like a mixture of slightly dirty humor, but also just like, I don't know. It's hard to hard to describe. I'm really bad at describing things. If you guys haven't picked up the, over the Fair last enough. several episodes, um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Dude, I'm like, oh, I'm a very. I'm a very to the point person. I like I say what I need to say and that's it. Like I don't I don't I don't know how to elaborate on things. But it's a good show, so watch it. There we go. I kind of have wanted, been wanting to try to do a video where David and I try to describe color to you. It's like have you ever seen those? <laughs> no, but that sounds like that sounds like fun. Yeah, like it's really people just being like um red. It's it's uh it's it's red. Uh it's the color of roses and then it's <laughs> like, like I don't know what that is, man. I'm colorblind. <laughs> But then I, I recently I saw this comment on Reddit that like actually broke down colors in a, a uh, really um, poetic and beautiful way. Because I mean, uh, not really uh, any direct visual context, but like you know, it, it associated them with like feelings and 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 things, and it was really profound and, and moving actually. And I was like, that's cool. And and it, but it would Reddit ruin the angry. humor behind trying to. Um, explain colors, but I, I still think it would be cool to to take a look at if we ever did did that as a video. I think that'd be funny. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, number there is, six. There's a oh, hold sorry. on. There's a there's a there's a picture uh, I saw a while back. It, it became like a very viral meme because it was this children's hospital where oh, I think I know what you're talking they, about. Yeah, so they they had a bunch of red paint that they like splattered on the walls oh, yeah. and the floor. It looked it looked bad. Yeah, like it, it looked like, like it, it looked like blood splatter. At first but they're place. like, oh, yeah, they're like, oh no, it's there because of you know color theory because it's like red, like intermittent red or whatever is supposed to help calm down kids or something. Oh, it was really weird. But that became like a viral thing. Like anytime there was just random color splattered somewhere, somebody would just t- like comment color theory. And like, oh yeah, make a joke about it, Brian. I'm trying to remember what colors can you perceive? These red, green. I don't know. I can't see them. <laughs> okay, but you should still know what kind of color blindness no. you have. Um, it's not about whether or not you can see them. It's, I know, it's like yeah. Have. I mean, well, it's both. It's right? like red, yeah, red, green, and like um, orange and yellow sort of thing. Okay, what well, Craig, what color is Craig's background? Craig? Yeah. Uh, you talk, um, I don't, I want to say, I don't know. Is it like reddish, like a light red? Yeah, no. close enough. It's brown. <laughs> it's, it's, no. Oh, whatever. Close enough. It's orange. What do you mean it's brown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Anyways, keep moving on. Keep moving on. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, number six. So my number six is Doctor Who. Specifically, the 2005 revival and run that's currently going right now. I will say, I haven't seen the latest season. I've seen the first. I think like, I don't. How many seasons are there with Jodie Whittaker? Uh, like four. Four I think, now? Uh, four or five. Oh, I don't remember. What? That can't be right. Uh, I've seen the, I've at least the first. She's Whittaker been doing season. it for a while. Yeah, it has been a little while now, hasn't it? I've seen at least the first season with Whittaker. I think the first two. Uh, they're not entirely bad you know they still have that doctor who like vibe uh but you can definitely tell that the writing is not as good as it once was but i gotta say Mm -hmm. it really started off strong with eccleston and tenant and and it kept carrying uh, on with uh, smith matt smith yeah dude matt smith is my all-time favorite doctor i loved capaldi but yeah after after capaldi actually for me it died off when clara left left after she left, it just it it got really hard for me to watch because it, it just it didn't didn't hit as hard anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Like the the companion after her just didn't. I don't know. I didn't like her. I've never seen yeah. Doctor Who. Oh, David. For me, Doc, Doctor Who, Doctor Who is way higher up on my list. Yes. Okay. So. Hear me out. Uh, podcast series where where like david just discusses doctor who with us like we'll, we'll do what we'll watch an episode and then record an episode you know what i'm saying <laughs> watch an episode of doctor who and then recorded a podcast episode yeah discussing like what okay uh, david, like david's reaction to it um i don't know how long it's been since you like watched through the show but i pretty much I, I, since since i like watched through them for the first time like i'll occasionally i'll go back and like rewatch an episode but like other than that oh no yeah so it, it'd be I'll, I'll a nice blast of nostalgia for me like i don't know when I you like started restart. watching the show but i definitely was not aware of it even existing in like 2005 i didn't start watching it until i think 2013 so oh no we were watching it since about 2008 2009 i think is when my, my dad started watching it with us uh oh, wow. on family nights 
Yeah, no, we've been watching it since forever. I think about 2015, 2016, I went through a huge Doctor Who phase where I was I was reading every single book about it, every single encyclopedia. I yeah, I remember. Got that. to the point where I could pre- I could pretty much write in circular Gallifreyan, and I knew how to pilot a TARDIS. Like I I was trying to save up to buy all all of the uh, all of the sonic screwdrivers. Freaking nerd. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that. Uh, I still, I still love it. It's actually number two on my list, so we'll, I'll get to that oh, later. Oh, but, awesome, yeah. man! Yeah, I actually have right here in the drawer in front of me. I have uh, Matt Smith's Sonic Screwdriver, and I have Dewey's Hennets over it on another piece of furniture in my room. Yep, I love that show. We got a Fez hanging on my hat rack. <laughs> yes, Fez because cool. Fez is our, cool. our originated from Doctor Who. No, no, but David, if you've seen Doctor Who, you would understand. You get the reference. Gosh, David, you uncultured swine. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my fault. Uh, there's like that scene. There's that scene with Matt Smith where he like grabs a fez, and then um, Clara, I think, goes, "You know, one of these days you're going to be able to walk past a fez and not pick it up." He's like, "What are you kidding? What are you like? You kidding me? No, it's not." <laughs> Good stuff. And shout out to just Matt Smith. All the actors, really. They're all great actors. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. Did you guys David. ever watch the show Heroes? No. Yes. Okay, do you, oh, you remember that was a good uh, show. Christopher Eggleston was in that? I did not remember that. He's like He plays like an angry, drunk guy who has the, the power to become invisible. And so he just goes around abusing it and like stealing stuff in like broad daylight in, in plain sight, except you can't see him because he's invisible. <laughs> and like he has a mini character arc where he like continues with having the like, having powers and whether or not he wants to keep using them for good or evil and like the main character keeps having like prophetic visions of the future and, he, and like every time there's a vision of um the city exploding and you can just see Christopher Eccleston laughing maniacally as he accepts his fate it's so funny I need to rewatch that show. That was a good show. That was NBC, I believe. Yeah, that was NBC. Shame what happened to it. It got wrecked by the writer's guild strike. But, uh, yeah, good show. David, number six. My number six... Oh, God. My mind just went completely blank. (laughs) No pressure. Do you not have it all written down? Come on, son. I do, but I can't... I, I, I thought I wouldn't need it. Come on, son. This is That's why I have three monitors in my room. I only have one, man. Come on. We're not I'm all just kidding. It's only two. I've got... Yeah, I was going to have Oh, two. Yeah. That's so much better. Check me a third when you count the screen on my laptop. But that's Brian, neither here nor there. Brian, go ahead. Me? Okay. okay, I'll go first. Uh, leverage is my number six. What is that about? Um, I've never seen that. So it's it's about this this group of people, uh, five people, who all have a different like skill set when it comes to being a bad guy. Um, okay. Like one of them, one of them he he's a mastermind of coming up with how to like steal things and, and basically he's a, he's a very smart guy. He used to be an insurance uh, person or insurance agent, and he was he would scam people out of insurance stuff all the time. Um, then they have a lady who is who's a grifter, so she's very good at like for uh what's the right word conning people mm-hmm. Wait, um, when did they this have come a master 2008 ran for five okay, seasons okay. 
Um, yeah, they have a they have a fighter, they have a thief, they have a, a tech guy who's really good at you know, obviously hacking into stuff. But it's it's hilarious for one. Um, I it's so freaking funny because like they they start out not wanting to work together because they they all work alone, like they're all really good on their own. So they have to try to learn how to become a team, and then once they finally do, they just like they work seamlessly together, and it, it's so cool because. Like they do this, they, they do this, these plans and stuff. You don't like, you don't know exactly what's going on. Cause you don't know the plan. You just know like part of it. And then at the end, the bad guy gets foiled and he's like, what the heck? Like, how'd you do that? And then he's like, Oh, okay, well let me run it back for you. And he explains the plan and how they did it. It's always the coolest stuff. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Again, hard to explain, but it's one of those, like all these, these bad guys have to come together to become good guys now. And they're stopping other people from, hurting other people and like conning them basically they so the, the whole like intro to the the show every episode he's like there are rich people out there who take advantage of other normal people every single day he's like and we we're here to help you like get back at them he's like we provide leverage basically to help the little guy get above the big the big guy mm. it's like an anti-corporation sort of uh team they they strike at millionaires and stuff okay but really yeah really 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 good i i love that it, it, it yeah it was an older show but it's so good nice. it was actually it that was in like the perfect era for like crime shows mm-hmm. like three shows on my list are all like around 2008 and they're all crime shows and they're all like really really like fantastic jake one of them you'll actually agree with okay dude i'm starting to remember other shows that i want to give a shout out to my my honorable legends list is expanding rapidly i apologize in advance <laughs> all right yeah we're gonna have to breeze through those when we get to yeah, them yeah for sure for sure uh david you have your six yeah i i, I uh i found my list <laughs> hey good, 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 good all right my number six is uh i actually do have a, a couple of these on there but it's it's an anime i don't know if you guys have ever heard of uh what are you laughing and shaking your head for brian <laughs> nothing nothing keep going uh, uh, it's a, now. yeah it's I'm a cowboy kidding. bebop i don't know if you've ever heard about it but oh, i've uh, heard about it yeah yeah cowboy bebop is a is okay. a, one of the it's from the the older uh animes it's about um Space Cowboys, basically, uh, is the premise of it. There's like a kind of a bounty hunter spy guy is the main character. And uh, it's just really cool because they've got some cool ships, lots of cool guns. Uh, they're all It's all like like retro, basically. So like the ships and like space stations are like really retro, but like their guns are just like normal guns. They're not like space guns. So really cool show. I, I highly suggest giving it a watch. It's just a lot of fun, and I always like space. I like space. Space is cool. The final frontier. Space is the place. So, it's so cool, if you ask me. Space is the place for the helpful hardware, <laughs> folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so pretty. My computer can't even handle the rendering. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> All right, number five. Number five. My number five is regular show. Yeah. Yes. Oh. oh not sitting in the chairs How next time. How about now, Benson? 
Just so much you can quote from that show. No, I know, so right? It's so it's endlessly much. quotable, and that's probably why I freaking love it. But here's the deal, right? It started out as just like goofy, like non sequitur series of non sequiturs and like random jokes, and it, but but it evolved into this like massive overarching story with deep characters and a, and a compelling plot. And it, it just was so beautiful, man. And the, the fact that they got a chance to do the finale how they wanted to, and that it actually ended properly after going on for eight seasons in a movie, dude. I can't. It's, it's a rarity that a TV show gets to do that all it's beautiful. in its lifespan. Shoutouts to Pops. Yep. We actually, uh, at my work, we went around and decided who, uh, which which one of us was which regular show character. And uh, obviously, my boss was Benson, but it it, it, it was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, my, me and my coworker, uh, my my friend Gabe. Shout out to Gabe if you're listening to this, even though I haven't told you about it. So I don't know how you. Well, I don't know. Maybe you found out about it. Now, not the point. The point is, he regularly uh, says, "You know who else does X Y Z?" I like my that. mom. <laughs> so I love the the one that's. They had that playing during the movies. Um, every now and then, it was like a Cartoon Network thing, and everybody's like, all the characters were like shushing each other before the movie starts. Yeah. And then that that guy would be like, you know who else shushes before the movie starts? <laughs> My mom. mom. Yeah, I'm sorry, that guy. Did you just call him that guy? Muscle I man? couldn't remember his name, dude. His name is Mitch Muscleman Sorenstein. Thank you very much. Okay, sorry, I didn't remember that mouthful. Jeez. <laughs> Could have just said Most Muscle people man. just call him Muscleman. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember any of those characters from any of the characters. Dude, names. the hammer, he's real. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, take my picture before he... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think freaking, my favorite. That's I, maybe one of my favorite bits. It's how they emphasize the size of his man boobs every time. <laughs> and whenever he gets hit, they like flap up and hit him in the face. Great. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Uh, I think one of my favorite episodes is the one where like Benson finds the suit in the dumpster. And it like oh, yeah. makes his butt look really good, and he goes nice. It was actually my Discord profile picture for a really long time, like his <laughs> smile face. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That and the scene, like you know, the like the one that's like a parody of like giant robot anime. Yeah, yeah. And like it's like they're all forming the giant robot together, and they get like covered in a like tight latex suit, and it it puts it on Benson, and it shows his like perfectly round butt. He's like oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. Every time. <laughs> oh, what a good show. Uh, uh, what are, you're number six, right, David? No, it's five. Oh, that's right. My number bad. five. My number five show is actually a show that started out in black and white. That's uh, how ancient it is. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, it's gonna be Gilligan's Island. Oh, oh okay. yes. Yep. That's a good one. Um, I want to throw that on my honorable mention. Good, you should. I've never seen that one actually. I highly recommend it. It's a really good show. Uh, I watched it when I was uh, younger, and it's just about these these people that get shipwrecked on an island, and they have to figure out how to get along with each other and survive and like build houses and stuff. It's it's a comedy, and obviously the main character is is Gilligan, and he's the one that always causes problems. But it was just. Just a lot of fun to... What is happening, Brian? 
Um, somebody's walking up around the, in the dining room right above me, and the floor is creaking, and my microphone is picking it up. <laughs> uh, All right, good stuff. So well, I hate that. Just just a fun show to watch. I enjoy watching it. I have a lot of good memories watching it with my family. It has an amazing theme song, too. I will say, have you guys seen the like theory that Gilligan is seen in the island is uh, either hell or purgatory? Uh, no. No? <laughs> That's all I've, like, seen. What? So, like... Uh, again, haven't ever seen the show, so and I'm like recalling this theory from memory. So feel free to correct me, but like apparently, like any any time they like figure out a means to get off the island, Gilgan is always the one that's like, "No, let's stay here, guys. Why should we leave the island? It's a paradise here." And like, if I recall correctly, the, the characters can be parallel to the Seven Deadly Sins or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, Does it hmm. hold any water? I think maybe a little bit. <laughs> I see. I, I remember every time they try to like figure out how to get off, something always happens. I don't know if it's like congruent with Gilligan messing it up, but okay, yeah. I mean, there are seven characters, so That's I, don't, a... I don't know. Oh, hey, oh, hey, there you go, man. It's an interesting theory. That's an interesting theory. Um, number oh, you guys five? lagged out there. Oh, we said sorry. We said it was yeah ten. Theory. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting take. Um, yeah. Let's see. Number five for me is the uh, the Amazon show The Boys. The yeah. Boys. I still haven't. I've been needing to get into that, but I haven't yet. I don't know. I honestly. I honestly don't know how much you would enjoy it, Jake. David, have you seen it? Well, I do like Invincible. Well, yes, but this is it's not it's not, it's not cartoon. I'm aware of that. That's that's like kind of the main reason I've been hesitant is because. Like, I can stomach most stuff, but if it's, like, really detailed, nasty live-action gore, I don't know. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's especially, like, the third season, highly disturbing. But, overall, I love the show. <laughs> like, I'm not recommending it anybody to watch it, because, obviously, that's something you need to do your like, own research on. It's not one of those, I'm like, oh, it's so good, right. go watch it. Because <laughs> you do, it is... Fear discretion is very much advised on that I show. I love finding all the memes that come across my page where it's got like the the Homelander like violin music and it's like you know. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Like I will um, say, have you guys seen uh the movie Parallel? No. It's it's about this No, group I've of, been like, mean I've been mean to watch that, but no, I haven't seen it. It's uh it's, it's not bad actually. It's it's pretty interesting. It's about this group of um like I want to say they're roughly college age, maybe a little bit older. Um, like friends that find an old mirror in their house, and it like it's a it's like a portal to parallel dimensions. And like every time you go under the mirror, it throws you into a random parallel dimension. But when you go back in, it always takes you back to the your your prime dimension. And so, Strange. like it, eventually, they start like exploiting it because like you know they find parallel dimensions where technology is way more advanced. And, like, they become rich quick and, you know, all this stuff. And, and what, but one of the, as is always with this kind of a movie, one of the members of the group kind of goes insane with the power and the money. And eventually they're, they're like, all right, like, most of them are like, okay, we got to stop this. You know, we've reaped enough of the benefits. Um, we need to, like, destroy it or, or um, uh, neutralize it in some way just to ensure that it doesn't fall into the wrong hands. And, you know, the one guy's like, no, my lust for power and wealth cannot be tainted. He literally starts murdering the other friends. Wow. It, it, it leads to a confrontation at the end where 
um, he chases them into the mirror, and then the like the last two come back out of the mirror, and they are like, "He's gonna come back out! He's following us!" And so like they're across the room, and the like girl jumps and slides across the floor, and so the way the mirror works is, it's like perfectly um, perpendicular to the floor because it's on like a tilting, like it's on a rack where you can tilt it right or a frame. And so if it's parallel to the, or perpendicular to the floor, like straight up and down, the portal is closed. But if you tilt it to where it's angled, like up, then that opens the portal. So she like slides across the floor and kicks it into the, into a straight up position uh, with her foot. It closes the portal just as he comes through. So it cuts him in half perfectly and his body falls on the floor. And it's the most detailed um, portrayal I've ever seen of like uh, viscera on screen. Like you can see his, hmm. uh, all his internal organs like, uh, undulating and, and being all squishy and there's blood everywhere. I was like, ooh, that's that's uncomfortable. Yep, that's pretty gross. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> On to the next one. <laughs> Round number four? Yeah, number four. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. Futurama. Yep, number four. Nice. This show, uh, like many of the shows on my list, has transcended time itself. And it is about to come back for uh, revival on Hulu. I'm very excited for that. But um, the even even if you go back to the original show before the first revival, uh, it's got again great great humor, um, intellectual humor. Like there are uh, on the whole across the whole writing team, they have like it's like eight or so maybe more uh, PhDs. Like they're very, I think I don't remember who, but someone once referred to them as the most overqualified writing team in the history of television and it, it really shows there's so many uh incredibly smart and clever jokes uh and stuff you would you wouldn't ever see the first time through and they even made up their own alien language that they hide in the background and you can like decipher and translate it's a great great show and the characters are all very lovable and it's very quotable it's it's the simpsons but it's sci-fi i mean it's you know it's no-brainer and yes yeah, there's a crossover with the simpsons isn't it like the first episode yeah. where um, Bender like puts his arms on without having his arms on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like <laughs> it, it shows two close-up shots of his arms going back into his shoulders. And Fry's and like, like, how did you do that? And Fry's like, how did you do that? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's I also want. I want. I want to get in that show. Uh, but awesome visual gags uh, like that. Mm-hmm. It's Do it. Haven't gotten around to it. It's a hundred percent. You know what? I'd recommend doing it with your your uh, fiance because there's there's plenty of um, sweet moments between Fry and Leela. You know, mm-hmm. it's great to have it's great to have something to parallel that to in real life. As I quietly shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe David, someday. number four. Let's. Uh, my number. Hopefully, you'll get there. My number four. Uh, gonna have to give it up to Brian, the original Scooby Doo. <laughs> Fair enough. What, what was that, David? I said which one? My number four. I'm gonna have to give it up to the original Scooby Doo series. Okay. It's a great uh, parody of that on Futurama, by the way. <laughs> Futurama has a lot of parodies. I think back to Futurama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me and my <laughs> brother say this to each other all the time. I just had to talk about it real quick because it's always so funny. But it's like when Fry is talking to the the like the all knowledge brain or whatever and he's like what really killed the dinosaurs and the brain's like me and it like shows a flashback <laughs> of him like flying around like zapping dinosaurs just 
Oh god, it's so funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, the original uh, Scooby Doo series. Uh, wa- watched it all the time. It was just, it was awesome. My sister and I would always just sit at the the kitchen table and watch it while we would eat lunch or whatever we had going on. And uh, it was kind of repetitive, but I was a child and I loved it. And it uh, it led me to love. Uh, it kind of sparked my love of like mystery and like discovering things and trying to figure things out for yourself. Absolutely, uh, really man. Kicks, yep. kickstarted that and uh shout outs to shaggy yeah man we gotta get out of here man <laughs> what's this we're coming after you well in that that's in that, good. In that light that's good too in light of shout out to scooby it's showing me shout out to matthew lillard who both played scooby or shaggy sorry and is playing the um William, William Afton, Afton in the upcoming yeah dude oh, yeah. Upcoming I can, have you guys seen the, the photos of the set they're building Yes. He looks yes. so good. Oh, it looks oh my beautiful. Gosh. I'm so excited There's for a, that. I saw like a leak that they were doing like a, a shot in like a mall or something like that. And there was a fountain and one of the characters was in the fountain. So I don't know if there's going to be like a a brutal drowning scene or what's going to happen Ooh. there. But uh, so cool. the, from the set photos I've seen, they, they're they definitely doing and, and according to like the cast release or the, the cast casting calls and stuff, they're shooting a... Um, Obviously, a birthday party scene, and they've had five different kids. Well, they've had five different kids being casted, and one of them is he played. He actually played young Luke in the Kenobi show. Oh, um, that, okay. That actor is playing. That actor, he's playing Fritz, which is one of the missing kids. Yeah, which Ooh, is one of the okay. kids from the missing children. So they're, um, they say they're going to do a birthday party, and then they're doing a '80s style crime scene. Um, so probably the aftermath of the missing children's incident, mm-hmm. um, for sure. So I don't know if that's going to be a flashback or if that's going to be happening in real time. But I'm so know. hyped for that movie. I know I can't wait. I wonder. Dude, me too. We should. We got to go watch that. Together, I don't. I, don't I, I hope. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I wonder if they'll have any like little like lore Easter eggs like in the background or like little stuff that like the actual like freaking fanatics. The FNAF fanatics well, will point if out. If they do, you know Matt Pat's gonna be on top of that. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Dude, I don't know. Now why the question he's, is, he's blue balling us on that third part of his. Dude, tell me about. It. I've been waiting for that for three weeks. Nobody cares about Roblox, man. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. The question is, when he talks about where. the movie, will it be a film theory or a game theory? No. <laughs> It'll be a film theory. Yeah, probably. Or you know what? He'll probably he'll find some way to he'll do leave a, a link so he can he can. Freaking plug his other channels. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Um, anyway, so we're on to my number four here. <laughs> we took a little sidetrack there. Yeah. We're, excited. Um, we're, my, my, we're all excited, man. <laughs> I know. My number four is Psych. Oh. 2000, I, I knew sorry, that. 2006. I knew that was going to yeah. be on there. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Dude, I, I rewatch that show so often. Yeah, I love it so much. Oh, my gosh. his his The humor that's involved between Gus and, and Sean... Just like all the inside jokes that they share is so funny, mm-hmm. um, and the crap that Gus puts up with is just hilarious. It's so funny, yeah. Like it, the, the, the love, just the kind of stuff that happens in the, that show would only happen in a show, and I think that's part of what makes it so good. Yeah. You know? Like I recently mm-hmm. came up with my not recently, but I came up at one point with my own little mini theory that like it, it's not so much that Sean is a, I mean, you know, he's very hyper observant, and you know. But the, the, the way he's able to so easily pass as a psychic is not, that's not the main reason. 
The main reason is to the gross stupidity and incompetence of the State Department Police Department. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the fact that they just, like, believe him on all this he stuff, it's like... freaking roll with like, like, no one listens to Lassiter. Everyone treats Lassiter like he's insane when he... And he's like, he's not a real psychic. <laughs> yeah, like there, I mean, sometimes I'll be watching. I'll be like, I like, I could have done better police work than they than they're doing. Like, it's mm, yeah. kind of ridiculous. Like, there are sometimes when Sean literally just looks up, and it, whatever is the clue is right there. <laughs> like, no one looked up on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, still a good show though. Well, well, what gets me is there's that one episode with the uh, their old buddy, the alien chaser. Oh, and Mary? Um, both I know. No, 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 not Mary. Um gosh, I can't remember his name. He used to be fat and he had asthma, but then he, when he grew up, he was like a he pretended to be a jock because he his girlfriend was like super hot or whatever. Um that's oh, not really his, his words else. online. Jerry. <laughs> anyway, so he had yeah, he had a secret room with like a bunch of nerdy crap and uh Did he both get him and No. Okay. Uh resting it someone else. No, he helped them solve a murder, but both him and Gus in that episode talk about how Sean has a I've got a clue face where he like tilts his head and like squints his eyes. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah, and he does it multiple times in that episode and they're like you're doing I have my I have a clue face. And it's like how are they noticing that but the police don't? <laughs> like they don't look at him, they don't see him like mm-hmm. squinting at a piece of paper and be like, "Oh, I have this." It's like why don't you just take a second look at that and you'll have it too. Like it's not that hard. Uh, yeah, anyways, like, but I was always kind three. of mind blown at how like offended Juliet gets in season what is that seven or eight when she finally like realizes he's not actually a psychic. Like, come on, <laughs> come yeah, on, I think man. Like, yeah, it was. I think he's it was obviously not time. a psychic. I mean, I get why you were rolling. I get why they're all rolling with it because he was absolutely solving crimes like a madman. But yeah, come on. Yeah, she completely overreacted. In my anyway, opinion. number three. Anyway, yes, uh, yes, number three. Uh, for my number three, sorry, I was like still thinking about sex. My number three is the Mandalorian. Nice. Brought to us by yep. Disney Plus and the legendary John Favreau teaming up with. Oh crap! I had his name in my brain, but I brain farted. He Dave Filoni. His... Dave Filoni. That's right. The man. The myth. The legend, Dave Filoni. This show single-handedly revived uh, my faith in Star Wars post-Disney after the disappointment that was the sequel trilogy. Uh, yep. This, be, actually, didn't this start coming out before 9? No. No? No, they, it didn't. Cause they, no, they didn't. Because it, it came out after 9 because they were trying to... Uh, even in season one, they still they released or they they have a little, some little Easter eggs in there hinting towards how Snoke actually came around to being him. So they, this this had to have happened after Palpatine's cloning crap thing happened, because the whole point the whole point of Grogu was to, of of the of Pershing wanting the Doctor Pershing wanting Grogu was to mm-hmm. harvest his midichlorians. Right. Right. And the reason for that was to create to help create Snoke. At least, I think I haven't seen okay. any of the latest season yet, but. Okay. but yeah, no, I this came out, came out before. It doesn't matter. The point is, sequel trilogy bad, Mandalorian good. 
This is the way. <laughs> Shout out to Pedro Pascal. Obviously, I don't have to sit here and explain uh, how how wildly popular Mando got. We all know. But uh, shout out to Bill, uh, to uh, yeah, Bill Burr, uh, referencing mm-hmm. Office Space yep. in season two. Have you guys seen that movie? Nope. Uh, shout out to Bill Burr for having one of the single most awesome ex stormtrooper like arcs ever. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, I want I, his I don't... gun backpack, please. <laughs> like I realized Finn was an ex stormtrooper, and like he, I know. John Boyega got kind of screwed over by Disney on his role in the sequel trilogy. But um, Bill Burr in that, just that like one or two episodes had a way better ex- well, he wasn't uh, a stormtrooper, former stormtrooper arc. Yeah, he was. No, he literally, his line is to the Mandalorian is I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. He was a marksman. Or, I think. Well, he he worked with the Empire. The point, Yeah, the point is he was worked for the Empire and he was a good shot. Which automatically builds that stormtrooper. <laughs> that's actually not true, but that's a theory for another day. Oh, okay. Shut up, nerd. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I asked. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the only reason they have shoot bad is because the people they're shooting out have plot protection. That's literally it. Anyway. Every other every other instance you see them shooting people, they're described as deadly accurate. I guess that's true. Although, maybe I'm misremembering, but don't they kind of like uh address that joke in rebels at some point like feel like they're like why can't they hit us or something like that i don't know i mean i probably misremember what i mean mark hamill also said like in the um in episode five four episode four he even like puts on the stormtrooper helmet he's like man i can't see anything out of this oh that's true he does you're right but uh yeah i mean every every other it's like book or uh, like story you hear about stormtroopers are portrayed as dead like very deadly that's true the only time they're the only time they miss is when they're firing at super important characters and that actually i have a theory on that one is the the force itself is trying to keep those people alive so they're whiffing mm. their shots yes yeah the midichlorians in the air <laughs> it's the whatever the force is surrounds all beings jake it flows through us and around us yes that's why i was saying that um, I, I stay away from midichlorians. <laughs> midichlorians, not even once. Anyways, David, what's your number three? My number three is going to have to be Attack on Titan, which is an mm. anime. Yep, another anime. Yep. And <clears throat> Never seen that one. Don't really watch it. You little weeaboo. <laughs> it is a amazing TV show. It has got so much depth. To it it is just the, the the amount of effort that's put into it it's been they're almost done with it it's been why are you laughing jake i, I don't know whether it was lag or whether it's you actually struggling to speak but you're like it's so good it, 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 it. it, it definitely lag <laughs> or, or not i don't know i, I can't remember but <laughs> you're not <laughs> i don't know but um, yeah. it's taken them almost 13 years to complete the series, which is in itself is part of the series because there's the whole thing that you'd have to watch it to understand. But it starts off with it's just like the premise of the name, like, oh, there are humanity is trapped inside its walls of its cities and 
there are titans that will attack you if you leave the walls pretty basic there's a team of scouts and they go out and try to find new land and they fight titans cool stuff you know and then by the time you get to like the third and fourth season that's where everything goes downhill and it just becomes like the deepest darkest show that <laughs> you'll ever watch with all the like undertones and themes that they have with like mass genocide and like neo-nazism and stuff like that mm. i don't know it's, it's Ooh, super cool. cool i can't wait for them to finish it but uh it's been yeah if, if you have the time and you're into anime please watch this it is like a staple of that genre of stuff speaking of anime my problems my problems with anime is that except on like very rarely most animes are like 600 episodes long that's true they're very long <clears throat> and like i'm not gonna sit through all of those episodes like that's not mm -hmm. something plus i don't like that kind of animation i really really don't well let me ask you both something did you guys watch star wars visions yes i have not yet i, I literally keep meaning to get around to it but i, I just okay. i don't have the I've time seen, to sit down and I've actually watch it. it okay i would say i i recommend it like i i was never into anime either brian um I mean, you know, I, I address it, it's very popular, but I love Star Wars, right? So I watched it, and mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, that IP that you're familiar with, the, 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 the mechanics of the Star Wars universe, you can relate to it uh, more easily, and I was able to understand the appeal of that art style and, and that, that, that way of animation. Now, uh, obviously, anime tends to be a little weird, uh, at least... Uh, from a Western standpoint, so like, it didn't get weird because Disney had control over it. But um, it's very beautiful and well done. Um, so please do watch it. Yeah, I do most of my TV show watching while I'm at work, and you know, because I can just have it have my phone sitting in my toolbox. So unless it's like, oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, so it's like I can listen to it, but it's rare that I actually get to sit there and just watch it the whole time. I will say then, don't. So uh, you, you, I, you that's why I try not to. That's why I try not to. And actually look at a screen because there's a lot of yeah. That's why I try not. I try not to start new TV shows unless I can actually sit down and watch yeah. it. Just, uh, most of the time, I just play them at work. Listen to podcasts, um, what are bro. I can't do it. I can do audio books, but I can't do podcasts. Oh, that's weird. What about like audio is, dramas? Yeah. I can do audio dramas. I like audio dramas. Okay. Um, number three for me is uh, Sherlock, the BBC show, starring um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. I my mind blinked on his name. Hey, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. I know um, him and Martin Freeman. Uh, they absolutely one of the best um, portrayals of Sherlock Holmes that you know I've watched or, or read about. Well, I can, okay, obviously not read about because it's not a book. original Sherlock. Yeah, they're yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about like in out besides the original Sherlock Holmes, obviously from that from the things that are created from that whether it be books or stories or shows or tv or movies or whatever the bbc version is definitely my favorite um not that it's like more accurate but yeah. let me clarify i, like I know sherlock holmes is a book i meant benedict Cumberbatch is not a book <laughs> no um oh gosh what was i saying what is your opinion on robert downey jr oh. though it's <laughs> sherlock See, I I enjoyed it, but it just it didn't hit right. It it just no. Him playing Sherlock Holmes, it just eh, yeah. I wasn't. I like those movies. Don't get me wrong. I loved Jude Law as as uh, 
Watson. As Dr. Oh, oh, yeah, Watson. Sorry, yeah, sorry, No, he played Dr. Watson. Oh, he? Dr. Watson. oh man, I don't It's been forever. Moriarty. Gosh, I don't remember who played Moriarty. But um, I can't remember his name. But no, I, uh, I, I wasn't a huge... I like those movies. I watch them a lot. But yeah, when it comes to... If somebody asked me who my favorite Sherlock Holmes was, it would definitely be Cumberbatch. Um, that whole show is just absolutely beautiful. Um, it's well made. They, I, I like that over Psych, like because, like Psych, as much as I enjoy it, like you said, it's, it's dumb that the it's police doofy. department in that show, is like, oh yeah, he's just like nobody even second guesses it. Whereas Sherlock is except for last like, year. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like Sherlock. People think he's a psychic, and he's like, "No." And he's like, "I'm." Just, and then he like, I like how he he then points out everything. Yeah, he that, explains like how he, how got he came to his conclusions. Yeah, so it's that's like, okay, great. now now I can understand. Like, it makes sense. That that's where I that like watching that show is what got me into. Well, is really what mainly got me into detective stuff and then like crime solving, and that's that's when I first started like actually trying to pay attention to every single little detail around me because it's like it, the details is what matter mm-hmm. so yeah which is funny because i obviously it's not definite right now but i want to start taking like um psychology and criminology classes okay um to maybe maybe go into that kind of work maybe uh what would you what wait hang on what that does it that's kind of the skills can like, be used for de- a lot of career paths, right? I mean, like detective-ish work. So, okay. poli- police departments, or you know, whether it's actually just being a police officer or or being a detective. I don't uh, think now is a good time to be point. a cop. <laughs> well, I don't know. I say it's going to take me a while, anyways, to even get to that point. But I mean, it is definitely something I'm. In- it's just something I'm interested. Not in. necessarily. If you wanted to be a cop right now, you could. Go down to the academy tomorrow. And I could, apply. but it's it would be better if if for me to get to where I want to yes, be. Yes, not just being you a, should definitely yes. But I'm just yeah. saying, if you wanted to, you know, they they give just about anybody a badge and a gun these days. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's actually I have a story. I'll tell you afterwards, but because okay. I don't, I don't, I don't think I should share share it on the on the podcast, but. There. Um, yeah, I have, I have a story for that, so remind me when we're done here. Guys, tune in next month top to two. see uh, Brian Malkoff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gosh, no. Brian Blart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Okay, number two. Number two. My number two is Symbiotic Titan. Have either of you heard of that? I have done. Darn. No. So, and it's a really, really good show. So, it aired on Cartoon Network in 2010, uh, I think, thereabouts. And it is uh, it's a traditional 2D animation created by uh, Jindy Tartakovsky, who's best known for shows like Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Lab, Clone Wars 03, and uh, Samurai Jack, to name a few. And a, a two other guys whose names I can't remember off the top of my head. I feel bad, but they're equally important in this. And uh, it's, it takes heavy inspiration from, like, mecha anime. So, like, it's about these uh, three aliens. And it's it's that age-old trope where it's aliens that look exactly like humans, but they're, you know, from another planet. And that planet is called yep. Galaluna. And their, their planet comes under siege... Um, by an enemy alien 
and they and like some of the Gaoluns like stage a coup and try to overthrow the uh, the kingdom, and so the king sends his uh, daughter and his best soldier and a special robot into a rocket, and they uh, escape the carnage, and uh, the king is taken held hostage by the leader of the coup, and so the 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 princess, the soldier, and the robot escape to Earth, and and they are like. On, on you know on Galuna they're like adults right they're like the the princess is you know obviously getting ready to take the throne as the main heir, and the the soldier's been a soldier for many years now but, um but they're like they get to Earth and they're like oh man we look like high schoolers <laughs> so they go, <laughs> they go to to like hide on Earth they go to high school and uh, the robot poses as both their dad when they're not in high school and their their brother when they're in high school and so, the the leader of the coup is like. Where you send them, and he figures eventually out, eventually figures out that it's Earth. So he keeps sending uh, giant monsters through a port like a wormhole to uh, to kill them on Earth. And so whenever that happens, the the three so the the princess and the soldier they had this technology where they have like a wristwatch and they hit it and it gives them like giant robot armor. And so what they do is they they combine their armors with the robot into what's called the symbiotic defense system. So it's it's a massive, colossal robot when they uh, combine their forces. And the, they they use that uh, powerful robot to defend Earth. And it's a fantastic show. I'm rambling. I'm hearing, like, Power Rangers sort of thing. Well, yeah, yeah I guess. I guess you could... I mean, like, the whole, like, joining to make a giant robot, that's about as far as it goes. But... It's a fantastic show. It's got great humor, very well-written characters, uh, and and an awesome art style. Highly recommend. Ten out of ten. All right. I can't I can't stress it enough. And it's very very underrated. Like it, it's a it's another one of those hidden. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry, Brian. Edit that out. It's one of those hidden gems. Legendary. All right, David. Number two. Yeah, that's okay. So are we? The number two on my list. Is Gravity Falls. Hey! And there it is. As Jake was talking about it earlier, just a an amazing show. And as the season progresses, like the comedy and just the depth of the show also increases. Oh, and yeah. it is there's so much like people have devoted so much time to trying to like decipher things about the show and find like secret codes and like Yeah, uh, the ARG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just when it ended, I actually shed a couple tears. I was mm-hmm. so sad that it was over. It was just an amazing. The wrap up to the show was amazing, and even even after Dipper got his little letter that said "See you next summer," knowing there would be no next mm-hmm. summer because the show was over was heart wrenching. No, oh, yeah, I just it's it's a shame that it was only two seasons, but like I know when you hear how the, uh, Alex Hirsch talks about how like strenuously and late he worked every every night like he was physically killing himself man it sounded so brutal i know i understand completely why he stopped i thank him every day for his sacrifice yeah plus he was he was fighting with the censors at disney for like almost every little thing Mm mm-hmm it was it was it was wonderful i would if i would get i would i would do anything to watch that over again for the first time right 
Oh man. Man, I really gotta watch you that. You should. Oh, no, absolutely, dude. You said it was two seasons? Yeah. Okay. Not that big a commitment. I can do but, that. Oh my gosh. You will yeah. not want to stop watching it. You There's so many. Once you get past the first couple episodes that are like, oh, haha, they're fighting like forest creatures. Isn't this adorable? That's when you're like, oh, there's. Like, yeah. there's plot twist after plot twist, and, like, you start mm-hmm. connecting dots, and it's just, oh. Yeah. And then in the second season, they, like, uh, uh, a little, like, piece of a, a puzzle is dropped at the end of every episode, and eventually you put them all together, and it, like, there's, like, code in it and stuff. It's it's great. It's great. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is Doctor Who. Hey, did you ever watch, like, the original series? Like pre, I watched a little bit. Yeah, I didn't watch all of them, but I watched a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. where it's like black and white. Um, yep, yeah, those are good too. Those are really good. I don't doubt um, it. But no, the the new Who, the two thousand five and on, is just absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Eccleston did a fantastic job bringing the series back. Did you have you seen the Whitaker seasons? No, I have okay. not. Uh, I say it kind of died out for me after after Clara left with Capaldi. I uh, I watched a little bit of the new one or or of of his other companion. I watched or I watched quite a bit of that one, but I couldn't get his later season, like the later part of that season, um, to where it was like getting close to to Whitaker. I couldn't. I mm-hmm. didn't really enjoy it. But yeah, um, Eccleston through Capaldi are are absolutely amazing. Um, each one did their did a fantastic job of portraying that i mean the doctor i mean who he's supposed to be i mean several hundred year old man mm-hmm. who's been through the worst war in the universe mm-hmm. survived it and then fixed it and it was like it's it's crazy um matt smith by far my favorite doctor um he does so well playing like his kiddish nature does so well playing that goofy like uh what's the right word I don't want to say lackadaisical, but just he's just a child like wonder. Yeah, like goofy, goofy witted. Yeah, like he he. Tenet was a very Eccleston was a very warrior like doctor because he had just come through the time war. Then he got Tenet, who was starting to forget that part mm-hmm. or, or starting to get rid of that part of him and starting to play with more of his kiddish nature. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Smith comes along. He's like, hey, like dancing at weddings like this. Like, fish fingers and custard. Fish fingers and custard. Yeah, goofy little dude. Also, but yeah, yeah, no, but anyways, yeah. I will say, I if you watch Community, there, there's a great, like, in-universe parody of Doctor Who called Inspector Space Time, and it becomes, like, a recurring element of the show. It's pretty great. Okay, guys, let's do our... Honorable list. Mentionies. We need to fly through these, because we're yeah. running out of time That's here. That's okay, I only, I only have a couple. Okay, I have the most, I've only so got, I probably yeah, like, go first. Yeah, yeah, I only have. Okay, I've got two. So uh, Clone Wars 03 as my first one. So that's that's Star Wars, Star Wars Clone Wars, no the, and it obviously came out in 03, and it, it served as like a a um, pilot series to what would eventually become Clone Wars 08. Um, also Tower Prep. That was like an anime style sort of thing. Uh, did either of you watch Tower Prep? No. Nope. Okay, so that was also on Cartoon Network around the same time as. Um, I think maybe a little earlier than Symbionic Titan. It was one of their like first forays into live, the live action format. It's about a bunch of kids at a, a preparatory school, but like the thing is like 
you don't go there of their own volition. They'll be going about their normal daily life, they'll hear ringing noise, lose consciousness, and then wake up into school. And then, like, if they all find out that they, like, have, um, uh, basically superpowers, and, 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 like, it surrounds this special, this, like, certain group of friends that are trying to escape it. But there's, like, you know, a wall around the school and all this other stuff. It's very, very, very good. Uh, only lasted one season, then got canceled. Darshan. Yeah, but it's good. Mm. Scrubs. Also another legendary TV show. Another, if you like, like, two goofy friends hanging out like Psych, Scrubs is the way to go. Very similar dynamic. Okay. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, mm. uh, a lot, a lot of great uh, yep. belly laughs for me. Even when I, I was, I've been doing a rewatch recently, and, and I'm still laughing, uh, really hard as I watch it. Great show. I haven't finished my rewatch, so maybe I'll get back to you on the last couple seasons. But I've been enjoying it thus far. Uh, Camp Laszlo came out in the summer of 2005 as <laughs> part of their new lineup. Yeah, flipping legendary show. Maybe, maybe because I was in the scouts. I felt like I could relate to it more closely, but I really just loved the the art style and the the, the humor of that show. Um, as a kid, it, it really just kind of spoke to me, you know. And uh, you know, Joe Murray, his other show, Rocco's Modern Life, classic '90s Nick, also a great show. Uh, and my final honorable mention that I want to shout out. Well, no, I'm sorry, two more. Um, Terminator: The Sarah Connor Chronicles. It was a TV show that came out in the early 2000s, and it takes place between Terminator 2 and Terminator 3. Uh, in my opinion, it's better than anything that came out after 2. And uh, it, even though it doesn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger or uh, Linda Hamilton, it's uh, it's got, um, what is it, Lena Headey as Sarah Connor? And uh, it's it's really great. It like kind of delves into some of the lore. And uh, if you've ever wanted to watch a Terminator massacre of SWAT team while Johnny Cash plays in the background. They've got you covered. Um, <laughs> and a show called Travelers, which is a it's a time travel show. Um, but what's what I, what's unique about it is, you know, most most of the time when you see time travel, they have like a maybe a watch or like a vehicle, right, that they climb into to travel through time. But the way this one works is um, a computer sends their consciousness back into the body of someone in the past who's like about to die. And they, they, like, just take over their, their body, basically. And, and they, they kind of assimilate into their life. And they're, they're sent back in order to, like, prevent the apocalypse from happening. It's a really good show. Like, really good. I can't mm. stress that enough. It's incredible. And it's all on Netflix. Nice. Go watch cool. it. Yeah, I think I've, I've, heard, I've heard of Travelers. I haven't seen it, though. It's very good. All right. I, I've been My honor... debating rewatching it, but I just don't have time. Anyway... David. All right, my honorable mentions. Uh, I've only got a few. Some of you guys already talked about it. Uh, the Good Place is definitely one that I would shout out. Um, Manifest, obviously, that show. Oh yeah, super good show. cool. Um, Are you Merlin, hyped for the second half of season four? I am. Oh yeah. I definitely am. Merlin is an honorable mention. Ooh, that's I a good that one. Show. Yeah, so great. Never um, seen that one. You should. It's you good. should watch it. It's great. Is it about the wizard? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What's it and on? then it's uh, it's on Netflix, or they might be taking it off. Uh, I'll just pirate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there you go. I yep. don't know if you guys, any of you guys, have seen it, but uh, only murders in the building. I saw the first season. I haven't seen the second one yet. It. The first one, the first one was so it's, good. It's such a it's such a good show, man. So Jake, do you, have you heard of it? Uh, it sounds familiar. It's Martin Short. 
uh, Steve Martin, uh, Selena Gomez, oh, yeah. and was there some other person? One other person, or was that it? That's it. That's it. So those three. Which, by the way, Stephen Short or Stephen Steve, Steve Short. Martin and and Martin. <laughs> well, it's Martin Short and then Steve Martin. So I get, yeah, yeah. But those those two together are comedy it's, it's legends. Awesome. And absolutely, they start a crime podcast. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. You should in the watch show? Them. Yeah, in the show. Yep. Okay. That's yep. kind of like the the but, premise of the show. Not really. Oh, but, okay. Um, that's that's interesting. It's 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 awesome. It's a, it's funny. It. It's very funny. I will say, uh, real quick, just speaking of piracy, and I uh, briefly mentioned that some of the shows I mentioned, like uh, Tower Prep or Symbiotic, you might have to like piracy might be the only way to watch it, simply because like uh, um, when um. HBO Max like did their like merger thing with Cartoon Network's properties. They they took a lot of them down, and now there's really no way to get access to them. So, uh, yeah, and and Tower Prep basically fell into obscurity. So yeah, uh, uh, Brian. Um, okay, so I've done, only got sorry. yeah yeah no no okay. I was so I've only got two. One of them is is Haven, um, which takes place in Haven, Maine. It's it's really weird it's uh what was that there's a group of a group of native americans that like went missing it's very famous like they went missing yeah wait in real life no yeah no in real life um haven is not based in real life but it is based around a town that that happened in and there's a lot of mysterious creepy things that go on there Um, i want to i wonder when it was like um, gravity falls (laughs) yeah so 2010 is when it came out. Um, but uh, it's only on Vix. So a really. little on the older side? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely on the older side. But um, So this FBI agent basically goes to Haven, Maine, and like the townspeople just are, are really weird. There's like a bunch of supernatural stuff that happens. Says that Twin Peaks. And, um, oh, so it's based on Stephen King's The Colorado Kid. Oh, okay. But it's a really good show. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it is so good. Um, and then the other sh- honorable mention I have is not actually mine. It is from my fiance. She wanted me to shout it out, and that is Barbie Life in the Dream House. It's actually as dumb as it sounds. Not a bad show. Yeah, as dumb as it sounds, it's not a bad show. If you want to, if you, it's a good show. Like if you just watch something really freaky and scary, pop, pop on some Barbie. I've never seen good. Con- Wait a minute, are you guys being serious right now? Yeah. No, I'm yeah, deadly serious. It's on Netflix. It's it's just goofy. Huh. It's really stupid, but it's goofy. Huh. No, I wouldn't say stupid. It's just dumb. Yeah, I'm humor, say, but my it, sister really... watched a lot of the Barbie movies as a kid. Yep, I'm I'm marrying a Barbie girl. Huh. Yeah, oh. In your Barbie world. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Huh. Are you gonna go see the new Barbie but movie? Yeah. I want to actually. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> It's Margot Robbie, aren't you? Yeah, fair like, enough. No, I, I don't blame you in the slightest. She was fantastic as as Harley Quinn, and she she does really well in her her movies. So, um, okay, let's get onto our number ones and number one: Star Wars: The Clone Wars. The included. Uh, uh, that was that was on my li- crap. I was going to be an honorable mention. That was on my list, but I took it out. Oh, I can't believe you, Brian. Anyway. Um, this show and, and the 03 one 
uh, both gave deep characterization to the clones we met in the fan, or in sorry, in, in um, Attack of the Clones rather, and uh, it deepened the lore of the of other characters too, like um, Darth Maul, General Grievous, even Jar Jar, even Jar Jar Binks. Um, but yeah, my man gets himself a girlfriend. If, if you if you want, if, so like if you felt like the the prequels are missing anything. You'll probably find that in in the Clone Wars. It's got the action, your your uh, your your intrigue, your 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 politics, <laughs> your clones, your battle droids. It's all good stuff, man. <laughs> I, I, I like your politics. I, that mall, the mall arc, might be my favorite oh, television absolutely arc beautiful. ever. Especially in season seven. Yeah, season seven's mall art. Oh, I'm glad they beautiful. brought back the siege of Mandalore when they they brought back the Clone Wars. Me too. Like, I know they were like picking and choosing from which arcs to bring back, and I'm glad that was one of them. I'm, I'm sad they didn't do the um, the the one with Ventress and Quinlan Vos though. That one was good. I'm expecting to see Quinlan Vos in um in the next. No, so he was hinted at. He was hinted at in the Kenobi show um, as being one of the Jedi who helped other Jedi escape. Did they the drop his the name? Empire. Yeah, it was in writing on a wall. He, he had written some oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi straight up was like talking about Master Voss. So right. I'm, I'm expecting to see him in some time of live action. I don't know if it's going to be Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or next season of Kenobi or what. Who do you think should play him? Or, or maybe the Ahsoka show. I think it's the Ahsoka oh, show. Oh, that probably would be it. Who do you think is going to play him? Like who would you who would you cast? I, I don't know. There's somebody else. Ca- I think they already had a casting for him, but I don't remember because because they were also bringing back Ezra Bridger. Oh yeah, in the Ahsoka show, and they're gonna have both of them in it, and they already cast him. Man, I think. he's not a very likable character in my opinion. <laughs> Quinlan no, Vos. No, 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 oh, Ezra. I love that guy. I love Quinlan Vos. Oh no, okay. Ezra was kind of a bit annoying. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I'm sorry, but I don't like the fact that he got to defeat Thrawn. Like, that's ridiculous. Wait, was that actually the end of this? Is that Thrawn's death? Um, no, not technically, but he did beat him. Well, actually, I don't think it is his death, because I think he, he's supposed to come back. But Yeah. Um, but no, he does beat him. Also, and... what a terrible way to go out. <laughs> I know, right? Space whales. Yeah. Okay, wait, you said you haven't watched the latest season of Mandalorian? No, I have okay, not. Well, this isn't really, really a spoiler, but there is a nod to those whales in that in the in the first episode of season three. Captain, do we get a live action shot of it? Captain, that be well, it's their silhouette, but you can. I'm, I'm fairly certain that's what that's supposed to be. Darn, that seems that sounds like a bit, it would be a bit spooky. Yeah, yeah, it's actually really cool. Like they're flying through hyperspace, and Grogu looks up out of his window, in the the like Naboo, the Nubian starfighter. And he like sees he sees a silhouette of them like it's not really swimming because they're in space but you know they're like next yeah next to the like not next to them but you, you can see the silhouette behind the like hyperspace effect yeah <laughs> yeah Ooh, anyways cool. <laughs> uh, David all right my number one yeah 
It came out in 1989. It has been a staple oh, of Nintendo goodness. for a very long time. You know them, you love them. It's the Super Mario Bros. Super Show! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey there, Paisanos! <laughs> this show has been like the staple of my childhood. Dude, I have the DVD box set. I fun. also have the DVD box set. And oh it's just. It's, n- nothing has. The better theme song, if you've seen the Mario movie, you have you know it now. Um, <laughs> the, or the, at least the gist of it. It's very the Mario. The, you mean the one with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo? Mm-hmm. Is it in that? Yeah, the new oh, one. Oh, frick. I have to watch that movie now. Yeah, the, in, the, there's like a scene where they're and like the, the lady who plays Peach is, is like the original voice actor that was in the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's awesome. But, uh, it's just, it, I loved it. I've always loved it. It made me love Mario even more. I played Super Mario Galaxy when I was just a young lad. And then watching mm-hmm. watching that along with all the other Mario stuff I did was just, oh, wonderful. Great show. Go watch it. It's old, but it's great. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Zelda direction? Uh, No. I Oh, I've seen like a, a little bit of it, but I was more interested in Mario. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm just asking because they would always <laughs> tease it at the end of uh, every episode. Really? Yeah, they'd be like, I, I'm so excited to check out these next these exciting scenes for the next Legend of Zelda. And then it would show like a preview of, of um, the Legend of Zelda, like the next episode of the Legend of Zelda cartoon. Oh. Hmm. I have not seen either of those. Oh, so. it's so good. Dude, one of my favorite running bits, uh, maybe ever, is like all the, the like nicknames that Koopa comes up with for the Mario yes. Bros. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, so uh, good. And they're they're like quarter um, too. I know. What is how, where is it? It's the Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Bros. Super, Super Show. It's got what's funny is it's got live action and cartoon. In, yeah. in my opinion, um, the the um, live action in that show like looks better than the the one in the Mario movie. It does. There's it's on two. Shout out to Lou Lou Albano and uh, Danny Wells. Wells. Luigi, their office. Was, their, their set was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's on Amazon Prime. I will give that a watch. Oh, no, okay. I didn't know that. Fifty-two episodes, baby. <laughs> the animation is so funny because, like, if you looked hard enough, you could see like funny uh, goofs and like animation mm-hmm. uh, and like mistakes. But it, you know that adds to the charm. With the Mario Brothers and Plummins the game. Uh, uh, okay. That sounded like a like a song from Hamilton or something. Yeah, it's, it's um, a rap. It's a Mario rap. Yeah. Um, okay. My number one uh, was, came out in 2008, um, starring Simon Baker as a police consultant. It is The Mentalist. Okay. Never, heard of it. Never watched it. Um, absolutely fantastic. So his story is he was an ex, or he used to be a psychic. Like he, he admits he, he wasn't actually psychic. He just scammed people into thinking he was psychic. Like psych. uh, very much like psych <laughs> and Sherlock. It's, it's like psych and Sherlock combined, but this one, I, in my opinion, is a lot better. Um, but is there a yeah. Gus? That's all I want to know. So is, is there what? Does he have his own Gus? Sort of. It's the the. I mean, the main the, the main detective for the CBI, the California Bureau of Investigation, that he works with, like that he consults with. Her name is Teresa Lisbon, and he kind of. I mean, she's kind of like his yeah, guest. Yeah, she's she's the straight man. Everyone needs a straight man. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, like she's always trying to keep like keep him on the rules and stuff, like follow protocol and all this stuff. And he goes behind her back, and you know. How many anyways. seasons is it? Um, eight. Uh, no, seven. Seven seasons. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a decent show. There's like twenty some episodes in each season. So back when poli- uh, back when TV shows were used to be like a lot of seasons with a lot of episodes that were really good, not these like three seasons with six episodes each kind of crap. Um, but it he basically he, so he starts out like as a psychic and then or for or he used to be a psychic and then he was working with the police to try to catch a serial killer and he made fun of the serial killer on live TV. And when he got back home that night, he found out that serial killer had then killed his family in retaliation. Ooh, so he, yeah, so he gives up his he gives up his psychicness because he wasn't actually psychic to begin with, and spends the entire show search like basically helping with crime, helping with the police with the crimes, but also trying to find that using his yeah res- using his resources there to try to find his family's killer. Does he find it? And it's then. Uh, I. I haven't seen the last couple. I haven't seen the last season, so I don't know for sure. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, but because so okay, so we watched the first four seasons or the first first four seasons back when it first came out, and in one of those seasons, he kills who he thought was that serial killer because he told him a lot of things that only that serial killer would know. But then, come to find out, it's not him. He was just a pawn. Mm. And so the serial killer still out there. So I don't know if he actually, I haven't seen the last season, so I don't know if they catch, I'm assuming that he does at some point, mm, but okay. it's absolutely amazing. It'll be cool. It's, it's, if, you know, a nice satisfying wrap up to his character arc, but you know, yeah, I hope that, I hope they do. We'll never because know. Otherwise, no. <laughs> yeah, that would be disappointing. I'll let you know after, after I finish watching it, I'll let you know, but yeah, so just give it, I would give a brief highly yes recommend no in order to not spoil it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but I'll I'll let you know, or or I would highly recommend watching that show. It's on it's on HBO. Then I guess so. that means I'm pirating it. <laughs> That's fine. Go ahead. But yeah, absolutely amazing. The Mentalist. All right. Well, uh, and just to have a little wrap up segment to our episode, uh, what are you guys anything good you're watching right now? Nope, I'm not watching um, anything right now. TV show wise. Yeah. Nothing at the moment. Really, I've, a lot of Markiplier videos. I could I could rattle off at least three. Yeah, obviously the Mandalorian is at the top of my list. Um, I'd also like to shout out the Bad Batch season two recently started airing earlier this year. Uh, and yep, um, I'm watching through this show right now called Severance. It's an Apple TV original, but uh, screw that company, I'm parting it. Uh, and it's about this uh guy who works at a company where they do what's called this, this process called severing severance where you you have a like a chip implanted in your brain that separates your work memories from your uh your like personal life memories right so like interesting you're you're, you're outing your person on the outside you walk into the building you put yourself in a locker and then you enter this elevator and then and then you kind of just like flash forward and then boom it's the end of your shift and you're coming back out the elevator and then like for the person on the inside you're in you, you know, you, the elevator doors open and you're like there and you do your work, you in your shift and then you go back to the elevator, they close and then boom, they open and it's the next day. That's and so funny. like, it's about like, um, his coworker, like mysteriously gets like, stops showing up to work and he, he goes and undergoes this like process that was previously thought impossible to like recombine your memories and he's like suffering from, uh, 
from that because it's like having a cataclysmic effect on his brain because it's like two two lives being mashed into one it's 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 like very surrealist and and, and interesting it's called severance yeah i'll have to look at it yeah the, the like cover image is a very distinctive picture of i think it's adam scott is his name uh, he's the guy who played Ben mm-hmm. in Parks and Rec, and he's, like, sitting at a desk, and the top half of his head is cut off, and there's a, a miniature version of him at a computer in the head. I like him. He's a good actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's great. Just for that, I might I might watch it. Yeah, that's cool. But, again, unless you have Apple TV, get it pirated. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll figure out something. I recommend the Piracy Megathread on Reddit there. It's a great, great resource. Go, go there. Okay, um, with that, we should probably wrap up, because I got places to be. Yeah, fair so. enough. I love how you're looking at an empty wrist. <laughs> it's just, Yeah, it's just a habit, actually. <laughs> Which is funny, because I very rarely wear my watch, so I don't know why I do that. All right, but... it uh, looks like you're on my wrist. That uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a new Two freckle. hairs past a freckle. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next month. Uh, anyone else have anything they'd like to say? We need to have like a, a send-off phrase to say at the end of the we episode. Re- well, yeah, like, we really do. This stay is, in drugs, don't do school. For... What? What? <laughs> I said you stay in do drugs, drugs, don't do school? No, I said stay in drugs, don't do school. Oh yeah, get at least eight hours of milk and drink plenty of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, that's, that's oh, not okay. original in the slightest. We need something that'll <laughs> be iconic and memorable, like... See you in 20 years. See you... That's not bad, actually. See you in 20 years. See you in 20 years. Well, except we'll see them next month. <laughs> yeah, we will, but we also will. You know what I mean? It's deep, <laughs> it's deep man. Ooh, that is deep. That's very deep. I like that. Oh, okay. I so like we it. will see you in 20 see years. See you in 20 years. See you in 20 years. I. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you guys once again for joining us on this episode of the Time Capsule Podcast. Our intro music is called Adventurous Intro 1 by Music 70 Our outro is Chill Hot Main by Zachar Valaha. Both of these songs can be found on pixabay.com. Don't forget to look in the description for this, for this episode and click on either the link for SpeakPipe or on the Anchor link if you want to leave us a voice message for a chance to be featured in our next episode. Also, I have it set up that if you guys like our content and you want to keep hearing more, um, you can click on the donation button. Um, to support us any amount is great you don't have to though we do this for fun anyways it's just an, an option if you like us enough but thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you in the next one